Let's focus on Vancouver's ideal mini school. Now, over the past couple of days, parents and students have rallied and attempted to speak to Vancouver school trustees and administrative staff to stop the program's planned relocation to a significantly larger school. Now, the ideal mini school has run for nearly 50 years uh, in the Vancouver School District. It's a space for kids who have higher learning needs, experience uh, social anxiety, are neurodiverse, and it does not require families to be living in its catchment area. The school has around 100 students or so. Now, recently, parents and uh, students were told that the school will be relocated next year to Churchill Secondary, a school with over 2,000 students. Now, parents and alumni feel the loss of the ideal mini school will be a major setback for kids who have trouble functioning within the mainstream uh, school system. Joining me now to talk about the last couple of days and uh, the attempts by uh, parents and students to talk to uh, school administrators is Jen Yugawa. She's the PAC chair of the ideal mini school. Jen, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jess. Hi. Uh, walk me through what the last couple of days have been like for yourself uh, and other parents uh, and let us know what you've been trying or attempting to do in regards to uh, a conversation and conversing with administrators and trustees. Absolutely. Um, the first thing though, I, that I just want to go back to your introduction just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, our main concern um, that's emerged over the past nine days since the school board announced this proposed move Mm -hmm. is the mental health and well-being of the kids that go to this school. And part of it, um, what a lot of them are struggling with right now is um, the portrayal of them as, um, you know, they're, they're worried that it's not a full picture of the kids that go to Ideal. Mm-hmm. There certainly are neurodiverse kids there. There's neurodiverse kids everywhere. Um, there's kids with higher learning needs everywhere throughout the school district. Mm-hmm. At, at Ideal Mini, there's also super strong academic kids. There are kids that come to this school for the enriched, not accelerated, but enriched programming that there's offered, the leadership focus, the community focus, Mm -hmm. that's all super high priority. And the reason why Ideal works in this really small environment is because all of these kids, whatever their needs are, whether they need the enrichment, whether they want to be leaders, whether they need a little bit of extra attention for some neurodiverse uh, conditions, they work together in these tiny little teams in these small classrooms. They all become friends. That doesn't happen in the big high schools. They work in teams, they work together, they help each other. And it's really this super strong community that happens in this small school. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to address that because their mental health has really been damaged by this sudden decision, all of them, no matter which category, if you want to categorize the kids, they Mm -hmm. fall into whether they're the strong leaders or the ones that came because they are intimidated by a bigger school. It doesn't matter. All of these kids are suffering from this decision. So I just wanted to no, and I appreciate that. And I know the students and parents uh, in the last couple of days have been out at at some meetings. Walk me through um, what you're seeing and hearing. Absolutely. So there's been... um, There's been two meetings with the Vancouver School Board staff, um, and you're exactly right to call them meetings because the staff themselves were very clear that they were not consultations. These were information meetings, which we 
fundamentally disagree with. They should have been consultations. But and then there was a rally at the school board, which was a bigger issue about no cuts, no closures, all that sort of stuff. So uh, there were two meetings. The first one was only with the kids. And I'm going to talk about that one in a second. Uh, first, I want to talk about the meeting that we had last night um, with the between the VSB staff and administration and just the parents. Um, it, it started out with the school board staff telling us very clearly that this was not a consultation. This was a meeting because, again, they're using their labels. They're calling it an operational issue which they say means does not require consultation. It does not require any input from the school board trustees. And because it's operational, they can just do what they want. And they were just there to tell us what they were going to do. Did it come across as a tick the the box exercise for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It was a tick the box exercise. Um, They were there apparently to tell us what they were going to do, but they have no plan. That's what came out in the meeting was they don't know what they're going to do. They have no plan. They just keep saying, Oh, we're confident that we think we can fit you into this building, the Churchill building. Um, It was, it was mind blowing. Really? The parents were so upset. The, the tone of the meeting was terribly condescending and it just came out over and over again. There's no plan. There's no plan. There's no plan. One trustee, um, trustee Preeti Ferrycoat, she came to the meeting. We didn't, um, a parent invited her. And uh, I think that there's starting to be more concern from the trustee side as to what they're not being told. And so they are making the effort to come and see these meetings for themselves. So, um, it just came out over and over and over again. There is no plan. So we don't have a lot of time. We've got about 90 seconds here. What happens next okay. moving forward? I know last couple of days, um, you know, the tense conversations, frustration on the part of parents and students. What happens moving forward? Have you had this meeting now and the school board still plans to move forward? No other no other well, sort of yeah. consultation? So, yeah, we've had this meeting. We're meet, continuing to communicate with trustees. I just want to touch really quickly on mm-hmm. the meeting they had with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not notify the parents. There were no parents in the room. Kids were extremely upset. They were crying. Apparently, the school board staff, one of them was sitting in front of these crying children, um, eating an apple, just showing that they had a complete disregard for the level of um, harm to the mental health of these kids, that this sudden decision has put upon them and we're really really asking for the trustees to step in and ask the staff to pause this decision and make a proper plan for the success of this program there is no plan and it's not just us it's it's us churchill and laurier all of those school communities need to be consulted properly Mm -hmm. they need to pause and they need to plan for the success of this decision and is there any plan forward for the parents here uh, in regards to speaking at the next school board meeting or their attempts yes, to, yes. to meet with school we'll, trustees? We'll, yeah, we're speaking. Um, there's several delegations planned at the next uh, school.
school board meeting, the public delegation meeting next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the following day, the Thursday, the 27th, several trustees have um, agreed to come and tour the ideal school to meet the kids and, and just kind of see what all the fuss is about. Mm-hmm. So we're actually really encouraged by the increased um, communication and interaction directly with the trustees. It really gives us the impression that they disagree um, with the school board staff that um, is trying to exclude them from this process. Jen, thank you for your time to run out, but uh, look forward to chatting with you on this next week. I know this this is a huge issue for yourself, parents and students at Ideal Mini School, and we'll stay on top of it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jazz.